0: Wherever you get your podcasts, thanks for listening.
1: During this pandemic, The Leader is concentrating solely on coronavirus news and information. With the opening of the incredible NHS Nightingale Hospital in London, we're giving you a special report from inside on how it was built in record time and what it will do. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader, Coronavirus Daily.
2: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to... Day number 10 of PE with, unfortunately Joe couldn't make it today so I've stepped in, I'm Spider-Man and I'm going to give you an amazing workout.
1: The United Kingdom is a country that creates heroes out of crises, sometimes in the most unexpected ways. This is where a YouTuber like Joe Wicks can dress as Spider-Man and inspire millions of our children to keep fit even when they can't leave their homes
2: more exercise, less rest, which means we're going to get even fitter and stronger and faster and healthier and stronger and happier.
1: Faced with real danger we keep our sense of humor and protect what's valuable our families, our lives, our NHS. You're. In our millions, at 8pm for two Thursdays in a row, the UK has thrown open its windows, stood on its front porches, leaned over its balconies and clapped. (laughs) The applause was for the doctors, the nurses, the emergency workers who form the front line of the UK's fight against coronavirus, some of whom have already given their lives to save others. This country is being invaded by an invisible enemy, bringing a risk to life on a scale we haven't seen for generations. This is how we fight back, with one of the most incredible feats of medical and engineering construction ever undertaken on these shores, an enormous new hospital built in nine days.
3: It is without doubt a spectacular and uh, almost unbelievable feat of work in every sense. An example, if ever, one was needed of how the impossible could be made possible.
1: This is the story of the NHS Nightingale.
4: This is the way hospitals um, you know, in Florence Nightingale's times were. Um, when, when, you, when you had challenging times and few staff, you needed the nurse, it needed to see all the patients.
1: Um, at once. Evening Standard journalist John Dunn has been behind the scenes of the new hospital where up to 4,000 patients will be cared for in what was the XL Centre in East London. He says the building doesn't just take its name from the famed Lady of the Lamp who treated soldiers in the Crimean War. Its very design is inspired by the ideas she had for medical ward layouts on the front line more than 160 years ago.
4: The hospitals she worked in where you had this, you know, huge wards um, which matrons or nurses would would patrol um, and, you know, keeping an eye on all the patients and having good lines of sight and the geography of the place has been the logistics of the place have been nailed down um, you know no doubt with the help of the military i'm trying to look at the numbers on the pictures actually
2: to see which many beds there are but it goes off so far i can't see
1: matthew rittle is a photographer who last went to the xl when it was used for the london olympics in 2012
2: when i was walking in i was as like, have i been here since the olympics and i thought no i haven't and the last time i was here was 8 years ago when the olympics was on and uh, i was photographing weightlifting and um, i think it was kickboxing and various other sports. But yeah, I mean, that again, that underlines how big the place is that they could house all of those various Olympic sports. It's it's so big, it's so vast, and and it's so impressive how organized and the attention to detail that on each bed station, they have a map of where everything has to be in each station throughout for the 4,000 beds. So that if anybody who's a member of staff has to move to another station, they know exactly where everything is, down to the syringes, the cotton buds, whatever. It's everything's identical. And I thought that attention to detail really impressed me.
1: There are rows and rows of beds surrounded by medical equipment with space for ventilators. Staff move swiftly through the aisles, brought in from other hospitals, student nurses, doctors who had retired, but have now returned to help colleagues facing overwhelming odds. The the numbers are scary numbers, but if I tell you that to run one ward, including all of our ancillary ancillary staff who are just as important to us, you know, without our cleaners and our admin staff we can't open,
0: we need 200 members of staff.
1: That's the hospital's Chief Operating Officer Natalie Forrest. There are more than 80 wards, that means more than 16,000 staff will be needed. The scale is enormous. But so is the problem.
4: Well, I, th- I think having spoken to the clinicians down there, um, particularly uh, Dr. Alan McGlenn, who's the medical director, um, that th- we're expecting uh, intensive care units um, across London uh, to come under severe pressure um, imminently.
1: John Dunn says doctors feel they'll hit that 4,000 capacity very soon.
4: This hospital, the Nightingale, won't be taking. Um, won't be taking patients in the traditional sense, in that people won't be brought in off the street. Uh, The patients there will be people who have been taken to hospital, um, perhaps put on a ventilator, uh, and then the capacity of the traditional hospital um, is exceeded and therefore people have to be farmed out to the Nightingale, the overspill.
1: And none of this existed just nine days ago.
2: With the help of the military, And with NHS clinicians, we will make sure that we have the capacity that we need so that everyone can get the support they need.
1: When Health Secretary Matt Hancock announced the plans, there was some scepticism it could be completed so quickly. China had, of course, done something similar in seven days, but that's a different country. Nevertheless, contractors were called in to do their duty and were honoured by Prince Charles during his speech to open the hospital, something he had to do virtually from Burke Hall in Scotland as he recovers from the infection.
3: On behalf of the nation, I want to say a very big thank you to the planners, uh, the builders, the armed forces, the generous companies and organisations which have donated equipment and services and all the support staff who have made this possible. To convert one of the largest national conference centres into a field hospital, starting with 500 beds and uh, with a potential of 4,000, is quite frankly incredible.
1: Now it's over to the medical staff. Dr. Alan McGlennan is the Nightingale's medical director.
4: So they will come to us already uh, on a ventilator and transferred in here and we will take care of them until the, uh, the course of ventilation is, is finished and we can uh, put them into a step-down facility. Now, that is the model at the moment, and it takes uh, to about 100 clinicians, 10 days, to make sure that we've got a very detailed model for this disease. So we can, uh, if, when, when the disease burden changes for London, we can relook at our model because this f- facility is flexible, as you can see. But we'd have to do that in an ordered manner.
2: There's quite a long walk from the entrance to the actual ward, so you're going down, in effect, like a shopping mall, really, because there's restaurants either side, and but they're all closed, obviously. And there was army and tradespeople and people being trained and NHS staff, builders, plasterers, joiners. Technicians, electricians.
1: Matthew Riddle says, with some work on the building still going on, it's going to be an unusual working space for doctors and patients, at least in the first few days. But he says he knows personally that all the medical staff fighting this disease have a dedication and a determination that should inspire us all.
2: My brother in law and my sister in law are both frontline NHS workers in Huddersfield. And I wrote to them last night on WhatsApp group that we've got and just said, Guys, how are you? Because I've just been to the Nightingale and it's kind of made it real to me. Jane came back. She's a, a matron. She's got a team of 35 who normally looks after pre-med. And last week she was told, "Now nope, you're an ICU unit now. And, you know, she said, we feel like lambs to the slaughter. You know, we're, we're being just put up front. And, and it was being there yesterday, I think, that made me realise, yeah, wow, what these people are doing for us to protect us is out, outstanding and they should be applauded from the hill.
1: And that's the Leader Coronavirus Daily. We'll have more special reports along with news, analysis and commentary every weekday at 4pm as this coronavirus pandemic continues. Please do subscribe through your podcast provider to make sure you don't miss out.